Perek Hey Mishnah Hey. These are the tasks that the wife performs for the husband. We mentioned that the handiwork the wife has to do for the husband, so here we're going to see the tasks. Tochenes, she has to grind, she grinds the grain. The Rav explains that if they use a small mill, then she'll do the actual grinding. If they use a large mill, meaning that it's powered by water or animals, so then she doesn't do the actual grinding, she loads the mill with grain. And then she collects the flour at the end, but she doesn't do the actual grinding. For Ofa, she bakes, she bakes bread. She washes the clothing. She cooks. She nurses her child, but she nurses only the children that she had from him, not children from that he had from another wife. That she makes the bed for him. She works with Tzemer with wool. She spins the threads. She spins threads from the wool. Now, what happens if Let's say her dowry provided a maidservant or f- money to get a maidservant. So then, if she has one maidservant, then the maidservant can take care of some of the things. She doesn't have to grind, she doesn't have to bake, she doesn't have to wash, wash the clothing. She has two. She doesn't have to cook, she doesn't have to nurse the child. She has three. She doesn't have to make the bed for him. She doesn't have to work with the wool. Arba, she has four maidservants. Then she could sit like an easy chair, meaning she could even the minor household needs that already mentioned above, even that the maidservants could take care of. But the Rav points out that even though the maidservants take care, taking care of everything, but the things that are more intimate, only the wife should do. For example, only the wife should go ahead and pour him a cup of wine, should spread the sheet on the bed, and to wash his face, hands, and feet. Now, even though we're saying that the wife should spread the sheet, early we said that that the maidservant makes the bed, because early we were talking about uh, uh, placing the mattress in the right place. Here we're discussing spreading the sheet that only the wife should do. The mission continues now. Rabbi Eliezer, oh, Rabbi Eliezer disagrees about, uh, about the wife doing nothing. According to the first opinion, the wife could do nothing at the end every once the once she has four maidservants. But says, even if she brought in a hundred maidservants, Kofa, we force uh, Kofa, we force the wife, Lasos Batsemer. The husband can force her to work with wool because she does nothing, because idleness, doing nothing, will bring to immorality. At least somewhere else, doing, not, doing nothing would lead one to end up sinning, doing things that are immoral. And even if she goes ahead and she engages, let's say the Ravs uses the words, the she plays games and things like that, it still won't prevent her from, from getting involved with sin, unless she does some kind of work. Rabbi Shemgamliel says, even if a man made a vow, he made a vow, he made a vow, a nether, that forbids his wife from doing any work, and now she can't do any work because of him, because he made such a vow. Yotzi, he has to divorce her, and give her her ksuba. Why? Because he says, because idleness leads to shiamum, going crazy, insanity, but not doing anything to lead to insanity. Now the Rav says that the difference between Rabbi Yezer and Rishim Gamliel is, that we, as we said, according to Rabbi Yezer, if she would play games and do things like that, even though she's not working, then it would still lead to immorality. 
But when he, but according to Shemim Gamliel, that would lead to going crazy. It will not lead to going crazy if she does anything, even like playing games. So therefore, according to Shemim Gamliel, if she would go ahead and play game, busy herself with games and that kind of things, then she would not be able to demand a get or a ksuva.